Hello, and welcome back to episode five of Survivor at Home, the podcast. Once again, I'm Jordan here with co-host Andrew, and we are excited to welcome in a new guest this week, a big Survivor fan, friend of the show, and three-time Survivor at Home contestant, Rochelle. Welcome in to Survivor at Home, the podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing so good, guys. Thank you so much for having me. So, Rochelle, something we love to do is just ask our guests a couple of questions to get to know you a little bit. So let us know, what's your history with Survivor in terms of the show, watching it and enjoying it with your friends and family? Yeah, for sure. So uh, my history with the show actually begins with Andrew Ironside and his wife, Stephanie, who's one of my best friends. Me, my husband and I moved uh, to this area like the GTA about nine years ago and so when we moved here we uh, very quickly met Andrew and Steph and became friends with a group of their friends and somehow we got invited to their weekly survivor nights and so I started watching with this group of people and became great friends with them and just gathered around survivor every Wednesday night and so ever since then I've been watching every season um I knew that Survivor existed before that, but I just didn't, I didn't grow up with like cable and I didn't just have access or friends who were really watching it. My family didn't watch it. So really it's been the last nine years and yeah, I mean, I love the show. I love everything about it. And um, I will just say also as a segue into what I wanted to say when I first came on is that I love this podcast. I love, um, I love that you guys are doing this and it really feels like like the next day I get to just debrief with a couple of friends. And so you guys are doing an awesome job. So keep it up. And I'm really excited to be here. Well, if you're handing out the compliments, we'll, uh, we'll take them. Um, the, uh, the second question we love to ask our guests is, Rochelle, you're uh, a three-time Survivor at Home contestant. Do you have yeah. a strategy lesson or something that you've learned from your uh, your three attempts at Survivor at Home. I've played with you twice and we've, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got over that. But yeah, what's what's kind of either strategy lessons or some fun memories as well so far? Yeah, for sure. I mean, three-time Survivor at Home contestant is not as cool as champion, but <laughs> regardless, it's like, it's such a fun game to play. So anyone listening, definitely check out the website and like check out some of the audition videos and see if you'd want to play because it's a lot of fun. Um, I was reflecting on this because in terms of strategy, clearly my strategies have not led me to success. So I was trying to think like, what what is it about my gameplay that like doesn't work out? And obviously like anyone who watches Survivor knows that the chances of you winning are very small. So I think if I were to give advice or um, just based on the game I've played, like I, I don't know if I could play any differently to be honest, but I play each game move to move. And so I do my absolute best in each scenario. Survivor at Home is such a fast game that it really is hard for me. I don't know if it's just the way my brain works to think long-term. And so I'm very much like, okay, in this game, what's like my best move? Okay. I didn't get to talk to as many people as I wanted to. So what do I feel like is my best move going forward? And I did a lot of um, like impulse trusting my gut. And I guess that's my strategy in every time I've played. Um, and I don't know how to do it any different, but <laughs> I think given the nature of how fast it is, that's just 
I would say trust your gut and um, try and make some connections early on because I think that's been a downfall of mine. Yeah. Yeah. And welcome everyone. This is nice to have you joining us again today. Um, yeah, Rochelle, you know, not only have you played three times Survivor at Home, but you also are one of the best at creating the audition tapes. And uh, if anyone's oh, interested, yeah. go to SurvivorAtHome.com, watch season one, two, and three. Rochelle's oh, played all three. One of only two people to have played, I believe, all three seasons. My sister, Katie, oh, maybe yeah. there was a third uh, Katie played as well. But um, That's your, yeah, your audition tapes are top notch. Like, I'm definitely in the top three each time. What is it? What do you do to prepare yourself? Obviously, this is just a fun event, and yet you put in this all this effort. Uh, and what advice would you give to future fans of, of the real show or of our game? To be honest, I actually think that it's not a an advantage that <laughs> I spend so much time making the audition videos because it it honestly makes you a bit of a target going into it. If people have watched them and they're like, why is this? person spending so much time making an audition video but I think just as a content creator I just like have an idea and then I'm like oh that's kind of funny I'm just going to do it um so I don't know if other players have thought that through in submitting their audition videos and that like I'm just going to make this like simple like concise and simple um whereas I did not think about that and was just like hey this is funny even though it's like five minutes long <laughs> so yeah we said in the, in the instructions it's like a 30 second to two minute video and yeah, rochelle's like yeah. here's my video it's like a full yeah. length feature yeah production. but you know what i think i just commit to the idea and i'm like it is what it is here you go yes and then that <laughs> you with it. your husband andrew his video on season one i yeah. told him like you got to put some long and he's like how long does it have to be like what's the minimum and i said 30 seconds at least and all he says i won't spoil it but go and watch it but he basically just stares at the camera and doesn't say yes. anything for the full 30 seconds so you guys yeah kind of bringing that and, together and he made it to final three so <laughs> yes he made the final three you made the final four you guys were head to head in that fire making challenge uh yeah. what was that like just and before we get into the episode you know it, it you're playing against your husband in this final four challenge in sometimes in survivor we see blood versus water they're playing with people who they genuinely love and yet yeah. there comes a point where you either have to vote for them um or or beat yeah. them in a, in a challenge do you think you could do it on the real show imagine you're there on the real survivor blood versus water andrew's there with you i know he pretends he doesn't like survivor but he i know he does he was texting yeah. me tonight and yeah. <laughs> and it comes to a point where people like people are saying they're throwing his name out and you're like he i think he's going and, and if and if i go and tell him they're going to put a target on my back. How, how do you think you would do with someone that you, you really care about on the island? Yeah, it'd be so different at playing this type of social game in person when your emotions are so involved. Because even with Survivor at home, our emotions are still very involved, but you're not even with the people in person. It's all virtual. And I play the game where I don't take previous friendships into account like I really play my own game and so in season one it really didn't bother me at all like I was playing to win so it didn't matter to me like I wanted to win against Andrew my husband um and then obviously there were other people that I I blindsided that were really good friends and so (laughs) um I don't know what it'd be like in person I I think I would know ultimately that I have his trust and he has mine, but 
that in the end, like only one of us can win. So we would right. ride that out as long as possible. And I guess you and share then... the million dollars anyway. So it's not that right. big of a deal. Right. You but... want that, you want that person that you trust as long as you can take them until it doesn't work anymore. So absolutely. Who knows? So going back to that fire making, just quickly, if you take us back to that situation, yeah. Michelle, Jeff Probst at the end of every season loves to play this game of what would it would have could things have been different if you win that fire making challenge if you can take us back into that moment shout out to josh who won that season well done josh but yes do you think that the results could not will be but could be different if you win that uh if you win that fire making challenge andrew did end up coming third in that season in that finale mm -hmm. yeah if you yeah take us yeah. back to that moment do you think that those results could be different for yourself like if, so if jury? i had won and then the final three would have been me josh and alicia exactly um i don't think i would have won <laughs> i think i um trent made a, a really nice shout out to me thanks trent last week um in that i flipped on my alliance and then also had blindsided vicky who is one of my best friends and so i don't think i had a really good like <laughs> well um, to be fair michelle your jury. your exit video for season one which is up on the website as well. You seem to, to think then at right after that you might have had a shot. Like you you made some moves. If you had a won that, um, you won yeah. you won a challenge, I think, right before that, like the final challenge yeah. prior. Yeah. So yeah. don't don't sure. undersell yourself. I, I, no, but I think in that moment I'm playing my game and I'm like, I'm awesome. Like this is like I've played exactly <laughs> how I wanted to play. I'm proud of all my moves. And then you get the aftermath of like, oh, I really hurt some people or you know like some people were playing a little bit more like just in a, a different game than I was and so I'm like oh I actually didn't have the votes like people were mad at me so um I still think I mean now I have hindsight so I would have maybe played a different game but I in that moment coming out of it doing the exit video I was proud of my game but knowing what I know now probably wouldn't have won so two things you mentioned that I want to review as well, if you're okay with keep, uh, keeping on yeah. going on this, because I love it. Yeah, um, for sure. One, you've talked about blindsiding Vicky and that not helping you. That's not always the worst strategy. Shout out to Vicky Cade, but that worked yeah. for myself. Having the blindsider won me the game. Season two. Um, I feel like I, I feel I feel like I paved the way for you a little bit there. I was like, <laughs> this is a possibility, Vicky. <laughs> That's Jordan hilarious. Can do it now. No, shout out, shout out. Uh, for she took it with such grace. I was super appreciative yeah. of that. But then also yeah. you mentioned about flipping on your lines and people being upset with you. I have a lasting memory from season three where I'm on the jury. I'd got voted out, or I'm on. Uh, it was Redemption Island at the time. I got voted out, and then yeah. you get voted out, and yeah. you come in and you come in like the vote just voted out, upset, and the jury just goes off. What, yeah <laughs> can you take us through that moment of what's happening i'm not upset with you because you oh, had yeah. nothing to do with me getting voted out yeah. but basically everyone on that jury other than london steve and Lindsay, yeah is just not happy can you take us into that moment your perspective yeah. and what you think was going on yeah oh okay i haven't thought about this in a while other than of yes that is very clear in my mind that i come in and i had played this other survivor series um with Kelvin and um, who will be on the podcast thing. soon. Shout out to Kel. Yes. Awesome. In Manitoba. But he runs yeah. this like this like month long survivor online thing. And the jury is like 
this really fun place and like you get on the jury and you're just like oh yes and then you're like chatting and like you're having a beer and like it's it's just this really like stress-free environment so I get on the jury in season three and like just like (laughs) people are going off on me and I was like I truly was not expecting that I'm like I get people being like not on board with my gameplay not agreeing with my decisions but I'm not on board with like like (laughs) just um bombarding someone so I don't what was your original question other than just like I do remember that yeah you just remember that like what I guess from my perspective what had happened was that it became clear returning players were going to be playing against new players right and the jury felt that you paved the way for the new players and then we're the right. last returning player to be voted off. And so you okay. came in like, I made it the, f- you, you came, from my perspective, you came in like, I made it the furthest of the returning yep. players. I did so well. And the whole jury went, no, you got me voted out. You got me voted out. And they were right. just, they were right. very hostile. Right. Yes. Now that you say that, I do, I do, I actually had written that down that that was my major miss for season three was I truly was not even thinking about newbies versus returning players. I was playing that game in specific. I was playing um, loyal to my original tribe as long as possible. And everyone else was just like side. There wasn't a single conversation with um, the returning people that were on my team about like, guys, let's let's have a, like a returning people alliance. No one had me in the loop on that. So clearly I was on the bottom of that alliance. Um, so coming into the jury, I was just kind of like, what guys, you never even like had me in the loop on that. And yeah, you can call me like, like, like dumb for missing that, or you could have included me. So that, yeah, that is all coming back to me now. (laughs) We'll have an after show of, uh, counseling, recovering from the trauma of survivor at home. (laughs) And it is cool. Like for me to be the host and to watch you guys play to see, even though it's just two nights. And kind of comparing that to the to, to the real show, there it's real. Like the emotions are real, the things you go through are real. We're still talking about a, a silly game yep. we played on a weekend yep. during the pandemic, all of these months later, and we're looking forward to playing again. So yep. I love it. Um, and I, I would talk too. about it all night for sure. Yeah, but, yeah. But uh, we will we will transition here into the actual episode of Survivor Forty One, Episode Five tonight do i have that right episode five and before we do just a thank you to our sponsor steve nolan london steve nolan uh tuning in every week probably 50 <laughs> percent of our listenership and we don't Very actually long. get any revenue but a big shout out to steve <laughs> london yeah, steve, steve nolan the official Hi, sponsor steve. of the survivor at home podcast shout out london steve uh to texas me every day faithfully uh to talk about survivor and survivor at home the take best. it away jordan yeah, so right away the show opens up and they do every episode, they go through each tribe, they give them a minute or two or longer. And we see that from my perspective, I saw that Jeannie knew that Shan and Ricard were going to be voting JD. She was confident in that, um, which is why looking back on it, she didn't even really think about playing that uh, what is it, shot in the dark. Um, mm-hmm. And then she goes looking for the idol. This was a fun little she they go out looking for the idol she finds it and then tells them right away mm-hmm. and it's becoming the theme of every single week do we yeah. have to tell everyone everything and although when they came together 
the three of them, Ricard, Jeannie, and um, Shan, they decided not to open it, which I thought, it's a good idea. You don't lose anyone's vote. You're good to go forward. Turns out Shan and uh, Ricard just uh, b- betray her. But um, I guess, what do you guys think about all this information being shared, Jeannie telling them right away, trying to gain their confidence, but it's a tribe of three, like you're on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I feel like you're totally right. It is a, just a trend now, like where they're just all telling each other everything. I don't know if it's because it's such a small tribe, it feels like it'd be hard to keep a secret because, yeah, I don't know if it's that or if it's just kind of like this new way of like playing the game where you share all your information. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't I'm think it's, sure. I, I don't think it's, um, I don't know if it's that. I think, I think it is just, it's just happening. Maybe people aren't thinking. I do wonder specifically with this because she's talking about, okay, no, this is the one where you got to say the thing. The, the phrase I, I, maybe that's why she's more open to sharing it but yeah Rochelle we've talked about this on many episodes of the podcast already what do you think like you've and you've played Survivor at home you've had an idol you've had Jordan I think you had an idol too did you guys tell anyone was there was it was there pressure to share that with I, your alliance I hinted that I had an idol once just because we didn't know who's gonna get voted out and so I said to, to my alliance members, take care of yourselves because you guys take care of each other because I can take care of myself and just kind of hinted that I was safe on that. But I didn't tell anyone um, until yeah. I played it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I told anyone either. Um, and I, I say that I wouldn't tell anyone if I ever played the game. Like I, I really feel so strongly about it. But then again, I'm not in that position. I don't know if... So Jeannie knows what the idol is, right? Like she knows it's like a you'll I'll lose my vote. Yeah, I, I mean they don't know for sure, but she does. She tells Shannon Ricard, right? She, she assumes yeah. that it's that one. They don't know, okay. I guess, hundred percent, but they assume that it's that one. And you're right, Andrew. Too, that's a good point. That they all know what they're looking for. They know they're looking for mm-hmm. that three-way idol. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I don't trust, think if she's found like an actual idol, it just says congratulations. I don't think she's running back and telling them that and i feel like at this point Jeannie is also like she knows she's on the bottom so maybe it's Mm -hmm. like in this case finding this idol like i'm showing that i trust them and i feel like if you're the bottom in a three it's like you're looking for any crack in that pair right to be like okay i'm trusting um and as we see we'll probably talk about later how yeah she tries to crack that trust yeah and then if she says that line at a at a, a challenge and doesn't hasn't already told them that she has it then all of a sudden they're like oh she's she's keeping this from that's us anyway so, so true yeah i didn't even think of that before as well but yeah yeah that, that kind be, of uh, forces her hand yeah yeah, yeah. i agree exactly. i really like to yeah. just how the episode started to see ricard getting a bit of good airtime i'm yeah. I follow him on twitter he seems bitter i don't know if that means like he's gonna be voted out down the road i don't know any spoilers none of us do but he just seems very bitter and or, or yeah i would say bitter in his in his tweets a lot of the time so but then he gets this really good airtime. He's he's shown in a really good light. He's later on with Shan. I, I felt like he really held his ground in that altercation. But even right at the start here, he's the, just the way he's talking, um, playing yeah. it up to Jeannie. Like, I'm going to throw this idea out to her that, hey, Jeannie, what if we just say the word just to see if we can trick the other tribe? You know, he's playing yeah. her. So I, kudos to yeah. Ricard. I, I like seeing him getting some positive uh, airtime early mm-hmm. on. Um, but yeah. of course, it looks like Shan and Ricard still are the power duo. 
there and Jeannie totally. is getting played and I think uh, Ricard even says that quote to her uh, or that quote in the conventional like she's a she's a spare so tire sad. that we're about to throw to the side of the road which is not good I for know. the environment so um, harsh but I, I mean, and he says this later in the episode too, just how he's like, he is making, he made the plan about saying the broccoli line and like left Jeannie out of it. And so he is such a strategic player. Mm-hmm. So I can see how someone, if they're in a, in a duo and they're like, I mean, Shan's awesome too. So we'll get to her, but like, if he really feels like he is planning all these moves and then Shan is closing them, how does that person get in the limelight you know what i mean so like that'll be interesting moving forward that's an it's an interesting dynamic and i think we'll talk more about their dynamic as well as we lead into tribal council and talk about tribal council as we keep going we see luvu um they show sydney sydney's super confident in herself we were talking about that last week again this week she's out there catching fish i think she said something along the lines of she sees herself as a mermaid um, and they're just out there catching fish. I've heard you like, say that can... before, Jordan. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Wasn't that like in your well, end of season pitch in the final uh, tribal? Like, my... yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty um, sure the only airtime Sid has got is wait, is it Sid or Sydney? It's Sydney. 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 Yeah. It's her. It's her. We're pretty her close to there. You can call her Sid, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, so far, I feel like all of her like interviews are like her giving herself compliments. It's so funny. That's right. So, so what do you think of a player like that? It's hard to know as a fan watching at home, but I've, I've said to Steph a few times, like, is she, is she just, are they being nice to her? Are they making poking fun or, or do you, maybe are they getting her ready to become a big contender in the show? Like if, and if you're there on the Island, even, and you see how she's playing the way she talks about herself, do you think she has a chance of, of becoming something or is this going to be her the whole season where she just has these funny little almost sidebar, conversations then we get real back to the real game right I mean I feel like at this point it's hard to tell because we haven't gotten to see her gameplay like other than her catching wind of Erica saying her name and then like thankfully she has Deshaun and um, Danny on her alliance and they wanted to flip that but it doesn't matter because we've hardly gotten to see uh, Luvu like have any gameplay so I don't know yeah I don't know yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. Like, is it just, it's also, how does she present to the camera on her own mm-hmm. in confessionals versus how does she present to the rest of her tribe? Cause yeah. if, yeah, um, cause if they're, she can say whatever she wants to the camera, like her tribe mates aren't going to see that until well after anything matters in terms of being yeah. on the Island. Yeah. Um, so it depends on how she's kind of perceived by her, her tribe mates versus where her own self-confidence is. Like you almost think back oh. to season one, um, Richard Hatch to the camera would be super confident and, and full of himself, but then did what he needed to do in presenting himself to his tribe mate so that he could end up winning. How do you remember um, that? Yeah. I, I rewatches. <laughs> I, I don't remember that. Awesome. Awesome. Rewatches. I love it. I love that's it. cool, man. That's um, really cool. Yeah. Well, I think uh, that's neat from a, pr- a production standpoint, too. Of okay, here we have this team that is just winning everything. There's no real controversy, there's the odd little squabble. So we still want to give them airtime. So what do you do, right? Like, how do you pick? How, how do you want to portray them? Do you not show anything? But you can't do that. You got to play well, them up. So lucky for production, though, these two guys, Danny and Deshaun, want to throw every challenge. So 
I mean, <laughs> I feel like that is because they're bored. Like there's nothing, they haven't had to, like their their backs haven't been put up against the wall yet. There's no line in the sand. Like they just are like, okay, should we throw this challenge so we can finally figure out how to play this game? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, obviously we see that next. It is interesting. Yeah. I just, the, the, you're all there on the same island at the same time. And yet for the, some of these contestants on Ua and then in Yasa to a, a lesser extent, you, like this is like war for them all out war mm-hmm. and at yeah. the end we only yeah. have two people left and then you have luvu that are kind of like yeah this is yeah. fun like survivor's not yeah. that hard so far right yeah they're yet, they're what day it's day 10 or 11 now day, yeah. yeah i think they 11 day, t- day yeah. 10 it starts off on day 10 yeah starts off on day 10 so it finishes on day 11 probably and they haven't done anything they've won a couple of challenges never lost their flint and they haven't gone to tribal council once versus ricard and shan have gone four times four times to tribal council and even yasa has gone at least twice uh, Mm -hmm. to tribal and this Mm -hmm. blue tribe doesn't have any kind of battle wounds uh, battle no. scars that they're coming no. through but nasir with the voice of reason saying i really don't want to throw the challenge i'm glad you guys are talking to me <laughs> oh, and people want to work with me but i don't want yeah the vo- thank you nasir don't put yourself yes. in trouble like that you never know what can happen he is like the voice of reason like each week the sean's like what, what about <laughs> this guys and everyone's like no don't do it and someone else comes in and <laughs> just validates okay yeah, there's some there's some reason on that tribe. But, but there's a small small part of me that's just like i get that they just want to play the game and so they're like let's do something mm-hmm. um but they are doing the game they're winning the challenges so like yeah but again we don't get to see much of them because of it so we don't after i think it's after 8 30 or halfway through every episode you just never see the blue tribe again once the yeah. challenge ends you're never gonna yeah. see the blue tribe again um, that's right every every single week it's the same thing uh as we move through yasa this was actually a really interesting kind of line division i think we we start to see or at least production tries to give us that where yeah. tiffany and liana um are nervous about how close uh evie is getting with xander and go through Leanna goes through Xander's bag. Crazy. Um, would you would you ever think of doing this? <laughs> for, those, for, for those that are listening, for those that are listening, can't see the video. I'm shaking my head like I don't think so. Rochelle's like, yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead, Rochelle. So, well, so Jeff, Jeff Probst tweeted about this before the episode. So I had time to think about it. And I I there is no rule that says like you're not allowed to look through people's bags so I'm not on board with stealing an idol like I would never do that I don't think you can um, they won't let you steal okay, okay. cuz there was there was that. a season sorry, just as an aside there was a season a while ago where they were like in a hotel room for a night and someone found one by the bed and then they were like fighting over it like my kids fight over a toy do you remember does in anyone remember room? that I feel like I've I heard this story. A, I didn't. I, I don't think I'm imagining that anything. That to me is there. like to and me like that's like you're outside the game. Then like well, you're in a hotel room. No, no, this was like a reward. Off. It was no, sorry, a oh. reward challenge, and they won like a night at a ho- like this nice, comfortable room, have a shower, sleep in a comfy bed, mm. and there wasn't an idol there. And I'm pretty sure I'll have to check this, um, okay. but I'm pretty sure someone found it, and then someone else was like literally trying to take it from them. And I believe okay. it was sometime after that that they kind of put it in stone. Like no, if someone is the first to an idol um yeah. it's yours like you can't take, yeah. you can confront them about it you can see it but you cannot just yeah. take it's not because then you're always like 
people could totally. pin you down and like run away with your yeah. right which wouldn't yeah. be out of the question on survivor i'm on board with that like i don't think once you find an idol it's yours and i don't agree with the stealing aspect i think if an opportunity presented itself and you're in a tribe where you're like knowledge is just power right now he left his bag unattended i'm like what are you doing xander like you're on the you're in the bottom of this tribe why would you leave your advantage back at camp mm-hmm. um that's just my opinion i'm not saying i would do it i'd be like rummaging through people's bags every time <laughs> but like if i was like shoot i gotta do something here um i can see doing it so okay. i would be very nervous i like oh, I, yeah. that's one of those moments where i'm like my heart would be pounding like when i play hide and go seek with my kids and i'm like in, around the corner and they're looking for me and my heart is pounding and i have to use the washroom don't find me you know does anyone else have that we have to use the washroom That's too like, so oh yeah as yeah. soon as you know you can't you're like i got it yes i gotta <laughs> i gotta go for it so in uh, in that game i would be i'd be terrified but it's not a bad move would jordan would you i i think i had this answer to another question earlier in the season i don't see that as being a part of my strategy I'm yeah. not necessarily against it if someone else wants to do it, but I don't see myself taking advantage of that um, yeah. as a part of my strategy. It could be completely different if I was ever out on the on the island and, and playing and in that situation, like you kind of described, Rochelle. But I just don't. Yeah, I don't see that being a strength of my game on being trying to be sneaky yeah. like that. Yeah, 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 for sure. Very convincing, Jordan. If you're going to play in a future season, that's what I would say. If I was going to play another Survivor at home season, I'm trustworthy. Don't worry about it. Always on. Former winner. I'm not a threat. Yeah, I'm done. I'm washed up, guys. Don't worry about me. Yeah, Old news. Yeah, I took my million dollars and retired. Um, I I thought it was cool, too, to see Tiffany just gaining, again, momentum. She's, uh, you know, just getting more camera time. She's making little comments that seem quite relevant to the strategy of the game it's just neat eh? in this game of survivor too with someone on week one where you're like oh man she doesn't have a chance and then she's stuck with it and she's gaining momentum week by week and really and just slow momentum it's really cool to see who knows how far she'll go but going like if she was voted out week one you'd be almost embarrassed to tell your family and friends now like if she was voted out tomorrow like next week if I was her friend, I'd be like, you did amazing. Like, it was really cool to see your growth just personally yeah. and, and strategy-wise. Yeah. Um, so just wanted to shout out to Tiffany as well yeah. for her totally. gameplay. Yeah, I totally she, agree. Uh, she had this moment early in the season, probably two moments where it's she just had to trust in others and survive a vote or two. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden she's using her own life skills from her profession and work to her yeah. advantage in terms of pulling yeah. information out of Xander who... Yeah, it's like I think Xander's the youngest on the island now. I think JD was younger, but he's been voted out, mm-hmm. and he's the youngest guy on the island. And she's just mm-hmm. gonna pull out this kind of lie that he's he's telling her and and flip it yeah. around on him, and yeah. just use that kind of intuition and her her life skills that she's got. Yeah, um, different from losing a challenge for her tribe and should have been voted out, yeah. and a lot of us would say she should have been and and wasn't yeah. survived it, and now she's getting to the point where she's going to be thriving in in this game and as we say that she very well could just get eliminated next week because that's the way survivor goes sometimes right right (laughs) but it is you're totally right it's cool that she's now part of this like three girl alliance um 
coming from like they wanted to vote her off right after that and special shout out to her eye rolls i love that she <laughs> that has so some quality eye, eye rolls yes <laughs> quality that's like you like that's what you want to see it's just you're gonna see an com- a comic relief at the end of the season yeah. for sure yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 maybe yeah. just a theme of viral because you had JD's kind of wink last week and uh, a few <laughs> of those. Wink. Yeah, just a bunch of the the eye movements and how they uh, contribute to the yeah. gameplay. But yeah, yeah, it's cool. It, it is neat to see players like her who, who just kind of sit back. And even I've thought about that too. Some people's personalities are like this where you, where they're not prone to just jumping right in and taking a handle of a situation, even though they know. And she, like her career, her work, her experience of life, she clearly knows how to work with people, right? But it seems like she's just taken that step backwards. Some people just dive right in. Just interesting that even though that might put a target on your back early as being a weak player, over time where you say, all right, guys, like I let you had your chance. I'm going to show you what I can do now and kind of just ease into that leadership mm-hmm. role and that kind of um, reputation. Yeah. I, I think it's I think it's yeah. cool. It's just, it's fun yeah. to watch players like her. And we've seen year after year of Survivor of players yeah. who are like that um i think of david remember david a few years ago not the same because he was like there there was some other like personal baggage that he had and insecurities but just by the end like the confidence and the the strength okay like, yeah uh so it's awesome uh, yeah. the, the game of survivor yeah. really is cool how yeah. it really yeah aubrey was changed. another one yeah absolutely yeah yeah love yeah. it um it's cool to see that like the perspective of how survivor is how this season is going is being told really through the eyes of two people, Tiffany and Shan and everything that goes on kind of revolves around them, whether or not they're controlling what's going on, but everything mm-hmm. we see, they're the two narrators. It feels like of this season and they're doing two pretty different ways of playing the game, uh, but they're kind of the narrators and, and what we're focused on yet to be seen who that is on the, on the Luvu tribe. Did you say um, Tiffany or Evie? Tiffany. Okay. Has been, yeah. It's the, like the storylines have been following her and Shannon. Okay. Because I would say I would add Evie to that list as well. Yeah. So we yeah. haven't seen her maybe the last episode or two, but that's what we, I was going to say. She really did have a lot of airtime as well, she, and, and interesting to see where she'll go with yeah. her tribe, like with the girls yeah. or her and Xander. Know. You know, you get yeah. you get the sense just as a fan of competition too. You get the sense of like the playoffs starting come the merge. And some oh, of the man. different lineups, and you have like yeah. these powerhouses where you have the potential of Evie and Xander going together, of Shan and Ricard, of Deshaun yeah. and Danny, and oh, uh, maybe Nasir in the mix there. Like, and they're just yeah. clashing, yeah. right? Like, and just to Did see what's going to ensue. Too. Yeah, exactly. So just gonna be good. It's gonna be oh, real good. <laughs> Come yeah. Whatever the twist, whatever the twist is with the tribes next week. Oh gosh, because he didn't say merge. Um, but let's keep going through the order of this episode. We move into the reward challenge, and this was cool. Um, Shan says her line, Xander says his line, and then there's this little background music that's played. And I went, Oh, come on, someone's got to do it. Yes. And then Nasir struggles through it, but gets through the line, and oh, they man. do the flashback to him finding the the idol. Oh man, did that not was, the whole world. I, I... I cheered. I was yes. like, yes. <laughs> Did not the whole world and probably production too. Yeah. It was like, thank you. <laughs> like finally yes. these like three, the trifecta came together. Yes. And, and worked. And it do worked. We, do we normally, or not we, but do they, does the, the production normally do flashbacks? Is this a new thing this year? They've done more this year than I think I've ever okay. seen. And I think okay. that was utilized really well. 
that yes. one because that was a great he moment. said yes. it. Yeah, because he said it in. We didn't know it was coming. I until loved it. Second before it happened, and then we. Went, yeah. Oh, it's probably going to happen now. There it is, and then they do the flashback to him finding it. Um, yeah, because I feel like normally I'm not like like I could take or leave like a flashback. I'm like just tell us it all in the right order. But like this was like I loved it. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was awesome. a cheer. It was an out loud cheer, clap your yeah. hands kind of moment for yeah. sure. So good. I thought it was cool yeah, too. Did, did um, I didn't catch it all, so I'll let you guys comment on that. He said something about his daughter, um, helping him find idols. Rochelle, what did you yeah. catch that part? Yeah, yeah. He said that him and his daughter, he his daughter would practice hiding them in his backyard. He would do it like twice a day or something, and so. He was like, I just love that he took that time. Like, obviously he's amazing. He's building fire. He's finding like food and like, or I guess um, fruit or what did he find? He's just so um, useful. And then he's also taken the time before to like practice little things like this. I'm like, yes, mm -hmm. this is why I love you. <laughs> he came yeah. prepared. He came prepared he did. to fly. The other yeah. thing I was thinking about is now that those three lines have been said, those three idols are all active. Yeah. But there is a whole list of players that know about these idols. Like the entire Yasa yeah. tribe now knows because they just read the the clue. Um, the entire Yasa tribe knows that this idol is active. I mm -hmm. assume that the entire Ua tribe knows that this idol is active. They do, yeah. The only one on Nasir's tribe who may know it's active is Deshaun, because remember Deshaun went on that trip with Shan where Shan told Deshaun oh. about Brad's advantage with that idol. I think right. she, oh. I think she told him about that. That's so Deshaun great. might know about it, but might not. I don't know. Other than that, we don't know if Nasir's told anyone on the Luvu tribe, but Deshaun potentially could know about it. But that's where I'm like, Luvu, aren't you like, oh, like, are, are they at this point cluing in that like they're saying these lines every week? Like, I just feel like they must know that something weird is going on. They, but they, I don't know. I mean, they've done a really good job each week of like Xander has delivering it, delivering it every week. Like they this have. week, they set him up perfectly for what oh. was it that you said? And then he's like, oh, I said this and it just worked perfectly. That um, was, yeah, they've week. done a top notch job of that. Like I would yeah. definitely not be, I'd be like Brad, just like, <laughs> yeah. he did and good. I, he did good, but it'd be and hard. I heard. And I heard an exit interview with one player who was in when when Xander said his line the first time, and they didn't even like think at, in the moment they didn't even think about it, like they had no idea. So I don't know. I think it's yeah. it's obviously played up by production in the moment, yeah. but I think that if you don't know, I don't think you you yeah. really get it. You're just kind of wow. confused, like a goat on wow. astroturf. Right? So what would be? Yeah. <laughs> so what would have happened if someone caught on just from a distance and was like, okay, there's something about that line, and they're laying in bed thinking about the line. And they're like, I'm just going to say it because maybe it means something. And so they say it at, what if they were to say it without having the advantage? That would be fun. Would yeah. they be credited with the No, because award? if you, so if you're on the Luvu tribe and you hear Xander say his line, uh, if you were to say that, 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 that means nothing because it's not. No, no. I mean, previously, like after Xander said it the first time, you're laying in bed. I'm like, why did he say that? Like Maybe it was yeah. a, a secret phrase to say and jeff might give an advantage but he said it wrong so I'll, I'll just try it next time so they like someone else on yasa says xander's line just a hypothetical oh. but like i don't know like this jeff in that moment it was i'm thinking from that like the host perspective yeah. right because this comes up when i these little random things yeah. but th these things yeah. do happen where someone like hmm. just is in into it they're like okay this maybe this is a strategy and they see the name 
yeah. say the words and then jeff's like well you're the one that actually said it so i guess I, you hmm. get the idol i don't know or do you have to I would have, have the paper i would assume this goes back to our conversation about like stealing them jeff would know who has the idol or who has the the for sure the paper in their hand so um and I believe you have to be holding the the paper, like not necessarily on your person, but it has to be your possession for it to count anyways. It only affects you because you're the one who's risking your vote, right? So if, if my vote is risked and Rochelle says that clue, like it's, I'm the one who's risking my vote. So it's only me who can, who can reap the rewards. I would that. think that was true, but this is, I would love to, if we could ever have Jeff on or a member of production. Shout like, out Jeff uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Shout out Jeff Probst. <laughs> a, question, a question like this, like, is that in the category where he might say, you know what, this isn't really what we had in mind, but you took the clue and made it your own. And they, the other two responded, the other person on your tribe was too scared to say it. Hey, I, you know what, we're going to give you the, like he could do that. Jeff could just say, "Yep, this is what we're gonna yeah. do," and make on that on the he fly decision. He has that power. He has the power, but anyway, <laughs> he uses it. Oh, he does. Yeah, he, does. <laughs> he uses his power too. Yeah, um, yeah, that's such an interesting thing. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I I still I don't would know. think that he would know whose it yeah. is, and it would only be theirs. I yeah. agree. And to be honest, I mean, I think we all feel this way. I'm just so like ready for that particular advantage to be like moved on with i know they can still use it and that'll be interesting to see it play out but i'm just like come on like i mean xander has done such a good job of hanging in there because he's been in a tough spot for a while with that mm -hmm. I, i'm yeah, not a huge fan of the advantage gotcha he xander's been in two tribal councils and has not voted yet crazy oh and he gosh, has an extra crazy. vote yeah, yeah but he he has an extra vote in his possession, but he hasn't voted yet because yeah. he's been ineligible because of this advantage um, oh or gosh. disadvantage that it's been up I until know. now. I know the poor guy. I mean, I mean, again, that's just the nature of the game. He he chose to open it, and it's, he's done. I yeah. just think he's done a great job. He just has to keep winning though, because it's going to be tough until he can. Well, I guess now he can use it. It's good to go. He can, if he he can use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's good okay. to go. Use it. Um, so the, we'll, we'll talk about the challenge then too. So they're playing for not only immunity, but tarps, which again, doesn't seem like a big deal, but if you've ever been camping for a few days and you get soaked, you know, multiply that by many and then take away the food you, you want a tarp. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then of course, Lou yeah. sitting out Heather again, last week, it was like, is she going to be back in? No, she's not going to play. <laughs> so, uh, Heather, <laughs> if you're listening, we love you, but you got to put yourself out there more. Uh, Deshaun sits out, Erica sits out, and uh, Luvu, of course, um, cruises to another. I guess I got second place in this challenge. Xander crushing it uh, for yeah. Yasa with that slingshot. How would you guys do? Like, would you throw yourself in there for that slingshot challenge? It seemed hard to me. Um, I, I mean, obviously, I would look around at my team and who had more strength than I, because then they'd be able to, like, you know, throw it, it or not throw it. Um, yeah, like hit it farther. Yeah. um so i mean i would definitely want to give it a shot but obviously if someone was more um built for it i'd definitely let them go first yeah. i feel like i would be i mean it depend on tribe mates but i would likely be likely to be assigned to it just based on you'd be suited for it yeah right for sure. yeah it just it's a it always ends up being in in the slingshot one of the guys and in, in one of the stronger ones that that does it um yeah. it's not a puzzle so it's yeah. uh, 
it's a little bit different in terms of the pressure. And hopefully you just have someone that you can swap back and forth with if you need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Cause that's the biggest thing in those types of challenges is someone can just find the touch at points. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't much to this challenge though. Like obviously with like it, three people on a team, they had to cater to like a three person challenge, half, right? Half the Luvu tribe sat out of this challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Deshaun so, sat out. Deshaun's strong. Yeah. So, I mean, like that, that's another point to just like, okay, this tribe is almost depleted. Like let's get to the merge or whatever is next, because I found the challenge a little bit boring, but that's okay. It was, it was over pretty quick. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was over pretty quick. It ended so early in the episode. I thought there might be two yeah. tribal councils mm-hmm. and then Me they too. throw in, and then they throw in the post reward journey. And I went, Oh, there goes, there goes my, th- I yeah. actually said at one point, Oh, there's going to be two tribal councils today. Great. And then they threw in this post reward journey for Shan and Leanna yeah. and, uh, yeah. and I was like, oh, okay, well there, there goes that. Yeah. Um, so who won, I forgot who won the challenge. Who came first? Yeah. So, first. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Xander, yeah, so he, he was on fire. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So he hit, it was only two targets, so shouldn't be awful, but mm-hmm. he hit it. And then blue, of course, wins again. Nasir. They don't send yeah. anyone. Nasir takes it. They don't send anyone on the journey and therefore see you later we're never going to talk to blue again for the rest of this episode we'll see them yeah. next week on wednesday night when, <laughs> yeah. they, when they show up again um and we see this journey for shannon liana this was a really cool moment the two two yeah. um yeah two african-american women um share a real moment and the two big things came out of it one shan with another kind of home story uh telling mm-hmm. us a bit about her life but then also connecting on a personal level and on a, on a genuine level with Leanna. And she outright mm-hmm. said she hasn't connected like that with anyone else in the game, but Leanna, yeah. even her tribe mates who have heard similar or the same story. And Leanna is the, yeah. the first one to really go, like, I'm sorry to yeah. hear that. I like, how can I help you just kind of journeying alongside of her, despite them only knowing each other from a walk up a mountain cliff. It yeah. looks like. Yeah. I mean, I imagine it would be just, like when you're when Shan is back at for both of them when they're with their tribe mates they're just like constantly playing the game and so even though this is a huge part of the game it probably feels like a little bit of a step away from like oh like I just need to like decompress some of this emotional um just built up energy that like you know I haven't been able to talk to anyone just candidly so I'm sure it's part of that and then also they connect they said that they just connected right away um so yeah, it was really sweet to watch. I got like really teared up listening to her story again. Shan's got a lot of screen time with sharing her story, which I love. Um, yeah, it was great. It was. It was. It, that was a very cool moment. I was watching with Steph and just um, seeing these things that almost go beyond the game, right? And uh, just you know where our world has come from in the last year and a half, even with conversations around race and sexuality and all kinds of things right they just just and then obviously the indigenous conversation here in canada but um yeah i, I just like that they're that it's not only that it's getting airtime but it's um it's genuine right like these are mm-hmm. they're they're here to play the game they're very strong contenders it's not tokenism is what i'm saying they're right. like they're it's, having this really special moment like of like this yeah. is this is cool um to bond I don't know. I was I I I struggled to know how to speak to these things because there are there's still wisdom in how we we talk about these things. But I just thought watching is like they're they're doing this right. Like the production is 
um, just hitting record. And, and it's really the, actually, it's not production. It's the cast members that are doing this part, right. Who are just mm-hmm. playing the game, but also just um, sharing this special moment together as two women yeah. of color, as they say. And um, I, th- I thought it was it's really just like cool. a human. Yeah. It's like a human moment, right. Where we're like, Oh yeah. Okay. We're all human. And um, it's cool to get a, to a glimpse of that in a game that is just so <laughs> emotionally stressing. <laughs> Absolutely. Found, productions found a really good way of balancing out um, the game and the players playing the game and challenges and strategy with showcasing that this is by far the most diverse in many aspects, mm-hmm. the most diverse mm-hmm. cast they've ever had, whether it be sexuality or race. Um, okay. It is, yeah, the, the, um, the cast is, is very multicultural, very yeah. uh, diverse in, in nature. And that's more, if you look at like cast lists or previous seasons, I, I wouldn't guess that any season would even come close to qualifying mm-hmm. Um, as huh. to what wow. as to where this season's at but they they do a good job of showcasing that with also just hey this is survivor they got to go out there they got to play mm-hmm. um and they, yeah. they kind of go with both of those so i thought they've done a, a good job of that yeah and more than ever like especially with this hike up the mountain we've seen people just have that time one-on-one to like um again it's not stepping away from the game but to have a moment where they're like <laughs> able just to talk and and connect which doesn't hasn't really happened before, I don't think. Where it's that frequent. That frequent. in previous right? seasons, yeah, the that crossovers fre- yeah. and the yeah. absolutely, yeah. They're yeah, just there's, cool. this kind of this other element of the game. Um, I like it, and it's cool because I mean, on one hand, you think too, Shan is probably worried about the two of them back at camp talking totally. about her. Like obviously, Jeff says that tribal, like they'd be foolish not to be strategizing. Obviously, you know that. So part of you would be really nervous and part of you would be like, wow, this is a really cool opportunity to connect with someone on on another tribe, to learn a bit about them, to build a genuine relationship, probably to get a bit of intel about her. And it it was interesting that Shan even later on, even though it's very amicable and they seem like they might work together, Shan also tells uh, Ricard and Jeannie that she probably has an advantage because she being Leanna, because she took the right the, the risk and and uh yeah. and shan yeah. didn't so yeah Deanna gets gifted with this dream scenario that has happened a couple of times to people where someone walks oh, into the protect protect it or risk it and just goes i'm gonna protect it i need to protect it i can't risk it and liana just gets gifted an advantage oh, because man. of that like um that's kind of the dream scenario in that in that situation she's not going to tribal and she gets oh, yeah. an advantage and doesn't know and then the advantage she gets is there anyone more anyone on the other tribes would not be as perfectly set up for that advantage as liana is on the Yasid tribe because from my understanding she just has to walk up to someone yeah ask them if they walk not to someone walk up to xander and ask him if he has an idol he has to tell her the truth and if the answer is yes he has to give her the idol right yes yeah that's my understanding and then also like can can she do that in tribal that's where you have to do it no they do he's he said at tribal i believe it has i in my notes i wrote at tribal and capitalist how epic is that gonna be i so i don't know if this is not gonna be well received but i do not like this advantage i think it's like way too much power and it's like i don't know if the production set it up this way but it's just like 
yeah, Xander's just been on the bottom the whole time and he's not going to get to use his idol. Like, I just, I don't understand. I don't understand it. So I don't know if you guys are on board with it and you can help me oh. like see a oh, little bit. So just, just by you saying that and saying it's a tribal back to our earlier conversation about like, has the blue tribe caught on? What if they were to go to tribal? Cause that advantage has got to be on each beach, right? It's not just going to be on the yellow. It's got to be on the other two. Uh, but she they only got it because it. Oh, I thought she mind. only got it be right. yeah, because yeah. of the yeah, yeah, um, yeah. risk it. No, so okay. she has yeah, this crazy powerful. Yeah, no, that's okay. But um, I don't know. Do you guys think that it's like too much power? Well, I just can't believe it. Cause you're what you're, I think what you're saying, Rochelle is that because of the nature of getting the idol and you have to kind of throw these words out there week after week. And clearly most people are going to catch on people are going to know who has the idols and now here comes an advantage that yeah. if you know who has an idol you can take it away from them it's like well 100%. obviously like more than any other season actually andrew your husband andrew texted me saying that he's like this is just a weird combo of advantage and idol which i think yeah, that's what you're alluding seems to right? like obviously they know like production knows everything that's going on so it's just an interesting advantage to give I mean, I don't know what goes behind the scenes, but right. if there's someone on the other tribe, that's, their name starts with X and you go up to them and ask if they have an idol, then <laughs> yeah. <you> can, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not going to give you any more information it, than that. But but even if she didn't know, does it not seem like too much power or am I just like, it's, no, it's I a, I, the thing is, it's, if it's truly a guessing game, then I don't know if mm -hmm. it is too much power. Right. Okay. The problem is, is we all know, and she know knows everything. this is not a guessing game. This is simple. We know where the idol sits. We know where the extra vote advantage sits with the same yeah. person on her tribe. And she knows where the other idols sit because yeah. of the way the idols are set up. Yeah. So in that, in yeah. that circumstance, it's absolutely too much power. If there was no information being shared and it wasn't a common theme of this season that everyone keeps sharing everything. Exactly. Well, this Maybe is pretty unprecedented. Yeah. Sorry to cut yeah. you off there, Jordan. I, I think absolutely it's a good advantage in a normal season because most people keep yeah. it tight to their chest and you have to do some detective work of trying to figure out or asking someone else in your alliance, like, hey, have you heard of anyone else? Because I can get their advantage and then maybe they would disclose and betray someone else. But so no, in normal time, this would be a, a really cool twist. I could see production planning that out. And to me, this is always that question of like, Mm -hmm. how much do they do they plan a hundred percent before the season starts and then just let it roll no matter what happens do they tweak some along the way I, I think there's a little bit of tweaking that must happen but in general I think they sat down before the season and said look th this could be out in the open or the very first time at the challenge all three code words code sentences could be shared no one would have a clue they could have kept it to themselves and then this advantage comes along and the person like I like you said the exit interview like I don't know who has an idol so I I think in the right circumstances it would be a really neat it's a neat idea for the first time we've seen this you get to kind of steal away with some detective work or good good guessing yeah. or a bit of luck this specific season with all that we've seen happen it seems totally unfair and she's absolutely gonna get an idol or an advantage I know I think and then and then maybe I'm just like poor guy like he has just been like on the oh, edge yeah. from the it beginning sucks. Nothing and you can't help but just feel so bad for the guy i'm just like okay his only gameplay right now is just to keep winning like their team just has to keep winning or he has to be on the winning 
um, side of things. So yeah. it'll be interesting. Absolutely. And when they swap or merge, when they yeah. swap or merge, he's got to find a good alliance. He's he's got to yeah. figure out who he's going to work with. Is Evie going to continue on working with him or not? He's got a lot of work, know. like work to be done. That'll be interesting. This, uh, the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But Liana is now a power broker in the game with only one advantage, but uh, but all the knowledge that she has as well. This this episode turned around for Liana. Turned kind of her. Not that it turned around her game because she she hadn't been on the outs or anything, but it just it shone a really good light on her in terms mm-hmm. of finding all this information, getting an advantage um showing a really kind of hu- good great human to human connection with shan just a lot of good things going for liana yeah. in this episode um which was good for her shan comes back to uh back to the beach and she assumes that ricard and Jeannie want shan to be with them and of course ricard and Jeannie, being there alone have to pitch to each other that um they want to get shan out but Jeannie doesn't want to take on that opportunity. Like she in confession is like, no, I don't even want to work with Ricard. I want to work with Shan. Meanwhile, the two of them are just sitting there and could plan out their entire game for fit, however, how many more days are 24 more days. I think it's 26 day season. So like 14 more days, um, they could plan it all out. And instead she's like, no, I'm not going to work with him. We're going to just wait till Shan comes <laughs> back and then try to, and then try to vote him out. And I'm just sitting there oh, like, man. really? You couldn't at least entertain this thought of working with him? or Well, and again, yeah. that's an interesting production choice. I love it from that angle because normally they might, I assume they might make it seem like, yes, they're all talking to each other and you have no idea, but some pretty candid moments from her and even Ricardo being like, all right, I'm going to make her believe this, right? And of course, something yeah. could still, you still don't know come tribal if they've hidden some of the other conversations where actually they are going to blindside Shan, but uh, you're right. I find that interesting that they're showing that and just it's it's actually not as shocking when yeah. when they do the vote. Do, do we have a count of people who went to that journey who were also going to tribal that night and were any of them in danger? So quickly, first one is Shan. She was not in danger. Ricard and Jeannie both wanted to work with her going into tribal, right? So they, they it just it feels like she was never going to be voted out. Evie went away on the day that she was going to go to tribal and she was not in danger at all. She felt mm. it and she should, but she was not in danger at all. Were there any others that had that situation? I'm just trying to think back to JD. Well, JD yeah. Yeah, he did. He um, did. Did he go to tribal right after though? I can't, that's what I can't remember. That was really early in the season. Chances are good that he went to tribal, right? Cause what was the team? They did go, oh, they went. Yeah, two teams went to tribal that first episode. Yeah, and there were three people that went there: Xander, JD, and uh, it doesn't matter who the third one was, but I think it was Deshaun were the three yeah. that went together. Yeah. And JD and Xander right. both went to tribal, and they weren't really in tr- so. Despite it being away from that, tr- away from your tribe all day, the people that have gone on that journey have not from know, our production perspective have not been in trouble at all they've all come back right. and they're going to feel self-conscious they're going to feel in trouble but they're just not they're not the ones yeah. that are on the chopping block at all this is the part of the episode where jordan pretends to not remember stuff and then remembers to make us look dumb because he can remember <laughs> all the stats remember in season one when this happens no well let me tell you <laughs> we need, we need i mean i want survivor yeah like that's I'm, kind of a big deal right so if you guys want to no, that was a good yeah. that was a good recap because I forgot 
who all went there and you're totally right like other than I do feel like JD well he was always kind of on the outs like he was always like is it gonna be me um but you're totally right I mean I I don't want to jump right to travel but I when Shan came back I really had no idea what like which way it was gonna go like I Mm. feel like they all were quite nervous yeah well as they're at Shan comes back and yeah. both Ricard and Jeannie want to talk with her individually. And she understands that's going to happen, but it's yeah. funny. And them sitting there saying, okay, I want a chance to speak with you. And the other saying, I want a chance to speak with you. Cause they're just going to say, vote out the <laughs> other one. Right. And it comes yeah. down to, it comes down to her choice. And I thought originally I wrote it down as I was taking notes, like it's gotta be Jeannie going home. Right. That was my right. original thought. And right. You, you yeah. have to do that. Right. Ricard totally. and Shan. And then they start to shine this light on Ricard and how much he's thinking about the game and how he's strategizing. Mm-hmm. And my thought for Shan is still, if I'm in her situation and have time to think about it, I'm going, okay, I gotta vote out, I gotta vote out Jeannie here because Ricard is going to work with me. But you've got to vote out Ricard before he votes out you because he's going to do that. Right. Totally. And so if we're if I'm in her perspective you've just got to find a time to to vote him out, but use him right now. Cause he's definitely thinking about that too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 100%. They're both such good players that you're like, mm-hmm. at what point does it make sense? And at what point will they know that the other is planning it or not know? Yeah. And like, I wrote this down, like how does Ricard lie so well? Like I'm watching him talk to Jeannie about like, like he's like I'm gonna talk to Jeannie and just like say all this stuff about Shan and as he's talking to her I'm like how like I I don't think I'd be able to do it so well so he's good you know Trent you know Trent yeah he he said he's a good pretty deadpan liar but although he even he said it might be hard we talked about that last week right like how do you (laughs) how would you do like in that um it's hard it would be very hard um yeah and then kind of on the same wavelength there of of how you would be under pressure i find mm-hmm. even that scene where we have ricard and shan confronting each other just, or just having that like tense conversation about the advantage and giving it back or not i find they're oh, both man. like hold their ground yeah like, kudos to shan kudos to ricard i thought man i was like i i could maybe see myself caving there and like just not wanting to ruffle the feathers I'm like okay fine and he's like he's not backing down and they they kind of square off in this moment it's like a little yeah. Foretaste of this I love power, it. power. Yeah, it's cool. But just yeah. that again, that ability it. to uh, Rochelle, like I've seen you play Survivor at home. I, I see you able to do that to to stand your ground and to say if there's like butting heads. Um, I saw your sister do it in that tribal council yeah. Survivor home with yeah. Alex, who is also yeah. very like just very um confident player and just challenged like met halfway and like, no, you no, like I'm not just gonna let you bowl over me here. And Shan as lovable as she is and she's like the fan favorite and should be so far uh by the way she's playing she is a strong character in her kindness and pushing and for ricard to be like no i'm not just gonna go along with every little thing you want i'm gonna challenge you You, you're gonna tell me you're gonna have both of these things back like what's the incentive for keeping me right to say that to your someone in your alliance is I thought that was bold. I, I really liked seeing that, and, and sh- uh, shout out to Ricard for making that move for yeah. Mel to, to to stand oh, his yeah. ground. And if he hadn't, I mean, like I personally, like would have just been so disappointed if he had gave in and been like, "Yeah, okay, fine." Yeah. 
because I'm like, no, like that, that literally just happened with JD. And so Shan, I almost was like, okay, Shan's got to like back off. Like if she plays too, she pushes too hard right now. Mm-hmm. Then I was starting to worry like, oh no, okay. Ricard is going to like pair up with Jeannie and vote yeah, she was, her out. I don't think like, Jeannie was going to pair up with Ricard though. Right. But right. I mean, I guess, but, yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say Ricard in standing his ground is willing to risk his game over that, over that moment. Right. Cause he's, yeah. he's willing to risk his game and say, I'm going to hold on to this advantage because you need me if I have this advantage. And if I don't have it, then you don't need me for any reason. Yeah. Versus giving it to her. And now he's got nothing but holding on to it. She might not be happy with him and what might want to vote him out anyways. So he kind of risks yeah. his game a yeah. little bit over, over that advantage. And it turns out, it turns out to be good. That was the moment where I went, okay, here's where one as these two get through this tribal and genie goes out now they've gone through a real like struggle and come through it together on the other side and commit now they're committed to working with each other absolutely and not only that like his i'm sorry jordan go ahead i cut you off they're committed yeah they're just they're committed to working with each other for at least quite a while the next couple of votes especially with it just being the two of them but the second part to that is probably the third time i've said this now she's got to get They've got they've got to think about getting the other out at some point because they they'll need to they'll be they'll both want yeah. to vote each other out um, to further their game and you just need to figure out the right time to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Can yeah. I give one more nod to Ricard as well? This shows someone who knows the game, who's been a fan and who's watched and who's seen the gameplay. This is early on with someone that you are close with who normally they cast they show it on on the screen as you're just kind of coasting right. And then you get to the end and someone says, well, what did you do? He's showing from day one, like, wait a second. She's a strong player, but like, she's not the only one. I'm going to let her know she's not the only one. I'm going to, like you said, I'm going to even risk my game in a sense to make that known. He says it at tribal, right? Like he he alludes to that there. He said it a few times where like, it's, it's a risky move, but that's experience. So that if he goes far, if he's sitting next to Shan at the end, he goes, guys, like you heard me the whole way through. She kept trying to take credit, and I, I'm not just making this up now. Like you heard me every tribal, yeah. every time at camp, say, "No, like it wasn't just Shan or no Shan. Like I don't, I don't like that idea." Or yes, Shan, that was a good idea. But what about this idea, right? I, I thought yeah. that was a really cool, like experience gameplay move yeah. that may, man, if he goes far, I think that that adds that might give him a couple of votes at the jury for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shan also, for sure. I mean, oh, go ahead, Rochelle. No, you go. You go. Okay. Shan uh, also just talks about the advantages and and like it's important between the two of them to have them. But she says the line advantages come and go, but trust is what carries you through to the end. And mm-hmm. this is the make or break moment for the two of them. Are we going to trust each other? Are we not? In regards to those advantages, there's not many winners out there who've won because of advantages. Ben, who was on yeah. Winners at War, he won because he used advantages and challenges to his um to his advantage and, yeah. and played them at the right time and had yeah. idols coming out of every pocket he possibly yeah. had. yes yes so right but I, there's not many others out there that win like that you win based on your alliances and how that can carry you through the game even if it's just a duo tony didn't win yeah. off of advantages he almost lost off of advantages um in winners at war right so she's totally right you've got it and she she's now put her they've decided they've put their trust in each other they've done this four times in a row 
that they've put their trust in each other to vote out JD, to vote out Jeannie, to yeah. vote out Brad. Um, that Yeah. Which I think, I mean, I don't want to jump ahead, but I think with the two of them, hopefully they can stick together because now they have a three-person tribe. It's going to be down to two. Something's going to happen next episode. You need someone with you that you know you can trust because they. I think it was Ricard that made the point that like they're coming, going to be coming into a new team where they know that they voted everyone else out on their tribe. And so right. they're at the top, but they're also super dangerous. So you almost want that, like at least one person that you're like, okay, we got to stick together and find the cracks in these alliances. And so I don't know if Jeannie would have been loyal like you know i don't know that's my thing so yeah so yeah it's a good point rochelle so you're there at the end uh of before the merge the three of you and you're voting and you're pretty confident in your alliance so like hypothetical jordan you and i are in a a tight alliance we've been doing the podcast week after week and rochelle is the only other one left (laughs) and as much as you trust me we're now at tribal council and here we go. We're going to vote and a million dollars is on the line. And, and you know that I, you know, do we get along we've done the podcast together and yet maybe this is the time Andrew turns on me. Like, do you not consider playing your idol? Like what if Andrew and Rochelle do betray you? I, I was wondering, I always wonder that like, man, if she goes home here with that idol in her pocket, that's brutal. Like, and this is, she would be totally blindsided. Probably yeah. wasn't going to happen, but do you do you consider I, playing an idol? I wrote down. I was like, she has to play her idol, and then like obviously we know what happened, but like I just feel like you would have to with a three person. And I was going to ask you guys, like, have we seen many tribals get down to three and have to uh, like have that dynamic where it's like no, I told this you is this, but rare. I also told them that I t- like. The only other one that I can think of where an initial tribe went down to three was Denise and Malcolm. Oh, way what back. Was Spencer, what was Spencer's? Uh, oh, that tribe might have gotten they... down to three too. And I feel um, like they were green okay. as well. I don't know if that's no, wrong. That tribe, okay. didn't, that tribe didn't get down to th- didn't they? That tribe didn't go down to two because that no. would have been Cass and um, Tasha, I think. I don't think Good that memory. tribe would have gotten down to two. Potent- okay. Potentially it did, but I don't think it did. But okay. definitely Denise and Malcolm got all the way down okay. to two. And then Malcolm came fourth or fifth and Denise won it. So it worked out for them playing yeah. from the bo- the bottom the whole time, but having mm. that that right. experience of voting yeah, out everyone I'm, on their tribe. I'm watching the three of them talk and I'm like, this is so unusual. Like this is this is where you'd go to, is it? No, fire making would be three, four. Yeah. Right. Final four yeah. is fire making. Yeah. But but um anyways, I just found it so unique tonight for some reason, just being like, okay, whoa, this is such a weird dynamic to watch unfold. Yeah, it's the three person track because you know who everyone else is targeting, right? Yeah. Like if you're sitting there and your genie and Ricard and yeah. Shan are talking to each other and you're not with them. Guess who they're talking yeah. about? They're not talking exactly. about Brad. Brad's gone. Exactly. Right. They're yeah. talking about you. And then if you're you're Shan and you're away from camp for hours at a yeah. time, yeah. They yeah. have to be talking about you. You and that's they don't have why a choice. I'm like you play your idol if you have it, which is yeah. why again, I think like I'm just so curious. There must have been more conversations that Rick obviously that Ricard and yeah. Shan had, but they really 
I I wasn't sure based on what I saw. Yeah. I didn't know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I- I think the conversations that Shan would have had between herself and Ricard and herself and Jeannie specifically, I think would tell her Jeannie doesn't want to work with Ricard. So they're not going to be voting for you because Jeannie's always going to be voting for Ricard. So even if he tries to kind of flip it, she was never, Jeannie was never interested in in doing that. So it would be kind of a a moot point. I think, I feel like she would get that that makes sense head versus head versus heart right your heart's telling you for sure play that idol don't go out right now like keep yourself safe but i think your head should be telling you no go with what you know and if they pull off the perfect blind side they pull it off but go Mm -hmm. with go with what you know you know that genie wants to work with you and it's a bit of a risky game but uh but it all all paid off in the end yeah i think and and to your point rochelle you were talking about this quickly earlier i don't if if they vote out Ricard there, I don't guarantee that Jeannie's working with, with Shan right away. Whereas I mm-hmm. do guarantee that the next time they're in a vote together, Ricard and Shan are going to work together. I'm not guaranteeing that they'll work far in the game. You could potentially yeah. work farther with Jeannie if she decided she wanted to work with you. Yeah. But she's been turned on a couple of times by them. And so yeah. I just, I think it's riskier to take her because you've, you've got skin in the game now with Ricard. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. And you know, the merge is coming. So, and, and I want to end on that. We're almost out of time, but uh, we're heading to the merge dot, 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 question mark, question mark, question mark for yeah. next week, whatever that is. Just uh, before we finish <laughs> off, what do you guys think? What do you think is happening? What's Jeff got up his sleeve with this merge, not merge next week? Any guesses? I, it's going to be something unique. I don't think it's going to be a straight up merge. What if they became two tribes on the same beach? Right. One that's world. kind of what that's kind of what oh on one beach. On one beach, two tri- like it's just gonna be something unique. I think it's gonna be something uh, we haven't seen either in ooh. a while or haven't seen before. So that's just kind of my top of the head okay. guess as what it could be. I just I don't believe that this will be a straight up merge. Maybe they get paired off and then they vote in pairs. Like I don't know. No, that doesn't mm. that doesn't actually sound that good. That's uh that's uh squid games. spoiler no everyone's talking about it but okay sorry sorry um but yeah that's a good call jordan because like i i just thought maybe like just two teams and then you go to two but it the way the preview was set up made it look like (gasps) just like absolutely crazy (laughs) which of course Mm -hmm. Because well, he was like, you it. are, and they're like, merge. And he's like, not quite. Like, well, it's not, so yeah. it's not a tribe swap. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm excited. I'm just excited for, I mean, mostly <laughs> these little tribes that have just been like scraping their way through and just to yeah. see some, some, some of this get shaken up. And yeah, I'm ready. Absolutely. I was wondering if it, we might see either one of two things. One, because of the shortened season, trying to figure, I haven't crunched the numbers yet. Maybe some of you guys listening at home have, but is it going to work out? Do they need to get rid of more players together? Will they do a challenge? Like before the merge, we're going to do a challenge and whoever comes last is out or we're going to have a vote right away. Or uh, maybe even like we did at Survivor Home where there's like the schoolyard pick and there's kind of like a random draw for captains and then they got to pick and then the people who have not been chosen are eliminated or sent to Abdul to, you know, mm-hmm. who knows? Like this season 41, they're trying new stuff. Um, 
or maybe they'll just get them to recite weird code phrases and, <laughs> and, go, from, and go from there. That's right. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know because there's 12 people left now. So that's right. Mm -hmm. yeah, maybe they do, do need to knock off a couple. <laughs> yeah. Or they just all to four, two tribes yeah. of six, one tribe of yeah. 12. Like you can you have a whole bunch of different options on what you can do. Um, and I just feel like they're going to have a little trick up their sleeve. It's going to be unique. If it is a merge, yep. it's going to be a unique merge. If it's not a merge, it's, it's not just going to be, oh, here's your two tribes and you're, you're off on your way. That something's going to be, you know, maybe it is that. Maybe it is a merge, but a challenge right off the bat. Not a merge face. You're just challenge. Here we go. Tribal. Yeah. Good luck. You're meeting someone and trying determine... to work them out. Yeah. Or yeah. Is that what you were saying? I was going to say maybe the, the challenge will determine the team that you're on or something oh that's not way. what i was saying but that could happen no, as okay. well <gasps> cool very cool if you're listening <laughs> on if you're listening on spotify we'll put a poll um on the podcast this week you can just click on the episode and scroll down you'll see the poll we'll ask this question what do you think is coming next week at the supposed tribe merge give us your feedback there mm -hmm. you can always uh, check out our website survivoratholme.com as well and uh, contribute some feedback to the show uh, jordan or rochelle any last thoughts before we kind of wrap things up for tonight um rochelle thank you for coming on this was uh we had an awesome time this week and uh, yeah. what an episode fast-paced episode some great yeah. conversation coming out of it and uh best of luck as you head into I, are you going season four survivor at home <laughs> i will not <laughs> Oh. my my time has set my my uh the sun has set on this on my survivor at home um yeah, yeah but i will tune in i'm actually so excited to watch and not be a target so <laughs> <laughs> i've said this to yeah. a couple of people because both seasons that you and i played we were on the same tribe to start yeah. and both times you come in and right away you go, I want to play a loyal game this time. And I'm ready to go. And every time I just go, I don't trust that at all. Hey, I was loyal to you for as long as I could possibly be. And then I didn't make sense anymore. For as long as I needed you. And I threw you yeah. like an old uh, spare tire on the well, side of the road. Well, if she's referring to season two, then it didn't work out so well for her anyway. <laughs> yeah, it will not. Yeah, no, I'm not coming back, but... That's yeah. that's all right. I if anyone's listening, definitely apply because it's it is fun. Just um, make sure you're you toughen up uh, your emotions beforehand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but thanks guys for having me. This is great. I've loved listening to you guys, and so it's fun to like actually be part of the debrief right after instead of the next day in my in my car on my commute. So um, yeah. this is awesome. Thanks so much. This was thanks for this talking. was great. Thank you for everyone for tuning in to Survivor at Home, the podcast, episode five. You can find us on um, Survivor at Home, www.survivoratthome.com. You can find Andrew and myself on Twitter, tweeting about, uh, tweeting about the episode. And you can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and let your friends and family know we're having a ton of fun here and look forward to talking to you next week. <laughs> 